Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxie here. Homies, it's time to talk about the Backdoor Cover Book Club. Y'all want to see the other nuts bets and even parlays that our Backdoor Boys bet? Have you ever wondered how these homies make up for their bad beats? Well, that's what the book club is for. By joining our Patreon for just $25 a month, you can see all the other wackadoodle bets we make on a daily basis. It's a private Discord server full of everything from Arches, CSGO, and Darts winners that'll make you sing 180 to Steve's flaming Hot Golf Picks and the Big Brain Phil Racing Picks, too. Head on over to thedgens.net or everyonehateswents.com, and you, too, can put on your reading glasses and join us in the book club. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the midweek NFL edition of the Backdoor Cover Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and I need to learn to how to quit on betting on teams that wear purple in the NFL. Uh, first up, it is a man who, like me, is beginning to lay this NFL season to sleep and starting to bet on the NBA. It's Egg Burger. Egg, how are you this fine Wednesday? Yeah, man, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good, Saxy. Yeah, ready to, to talk about you know this weekend's games and the upcoming Super Bowl. And yeah, I've been firing on uh, NBA props in in the book club, and uh, you know we're one rebound away and one point away from hitting two of them tonight. So fingers crossed. Come on, we're tilting. We're tilting. Well, recording. This is healthy. This is healthy. And as always, it is a man who's wearing one of his multiple Super Bowl hoodies tonight, uh, and definitely bragging about it. It's Arch Stanton, Arch. Welcome to the Wednesday show. You didn't believe in your Chiefs last Sunday. Uh, you, 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 you like the uh, minus four on the uh, I did. even. I did. I thought the Ravens would win by seven. I didn't know the Ravens were going to trot out there and forget that they had a running game completely. <laughs> yeah, brutal. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I threw that away. And they definitely, I mean, uh, it felt like they also threw the game away in a lot of different uh, uh, methods throughout the um, I guess penalties and such. You know, let's let's just get and dig right into uh, breaking down last weekend's games overall. Uh, Arch, you know, you watched that game uh, deeply. We, we all watched all these games deeply, but obviously you had a lot on the line there uh, with your heart involved in the uh, Kansas City game. Uh, what was your major takeaway spinning forward towards the Super Bowl about uh, this Kansas City team and maybe its secret weapon? Their secret weapon is Spags. That is the secret weapon, uh, man. Uh, maybe the best defensive coordinator in the NFL. He is just, I don't know how he does it. He has taken guys in previous Chiefs teams that weren't that good and coached them up to be okay, to be at least a speed bump. And now that he has some actual talent behind him, he they're looking great. It's, it's shocking. I still have a lot of questions about the Chiefs and that offense. Uh, are they really fixed? Uh, you know, scoring 17 points against Baltimore makes me scratch my head a little bit, but man, that's what we talked about on Sunday. Mahomes does not make mistakes. Uh, what, one sack this whole playoff season so far? Uh, it's just unbelievable. He just elevates his game so high in the playoffs. It, it's shocking. It is. It is. Uh, Ed, what were your takeaways from that game? Yeah, I mean, I I thought that there was a chance that Baltimore could could blow them out. I thought they could win by double digits, and uh, you know, like like Arch said, they just kind of abandoned the run game completely. We didn't even see Gus Edwards for about two quarters. There's only you know maybe two or three designed runs from Lamar Jackson. I think he only had eight rushes total, and one was a a kneel down before halftime. Um, which was, I mean, that's that's what they do, and uh, just go away from that didn't make sense. It's not like they were getting smoked, um, and yet. Uh, 
Patrick Mahomes just kind of staying within, you know, the, the, the system, what they're giving him. You know, he's, he doesn't have uh, a lot of, you know, deep threats. We know that the wide receivers can't, can't really catch very well. So he's, he's staying underneath and just picking, picking defense apart and not making mistakes. And so far it's working out for him. I, 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 I'm pretty shocked that they're on the way to the Super Bowl. but you know what? They, they got the, the best quarterback in the league and it's, it certainly helps. Can I say uh, th- those those long drives, short passes, and a running game? You know what team what franchise that reminds me of? The quick passes, running game, long drives. It felt like a Patriots game plan. For... Old Charlie Weiss yeah, style. <laughs> that that one uh, that is that the one that you're speaking of, uh, Arch? Basically, Tom's whole career. Well, more towards the back half too, when he wasn't really airing it out. But those. You know, short passes to your tight ends, you know, short screens, short passes, quick, uh, and then just long drives that take up a lot of clock. It felt very, very Patriot-esque. It did feel, it, it, it did, it did. It was it was a different game, though, uh, obviously, with uh, the total only reaching 27. It felt, yeah. uh, you know, uh, that, that that felt pretty strange that it was, uh, I mean, obviously such a low-scoring game, such a defensive game. You know, uh, perhaps that is maybe what we're going to be seeing in a week and a half from now. Uh, but before we talk about that, let's talk about the other game uh, that occurred last weekend, which is between the Detroit Lions visiting the San Francisco 49ers, uh, it was pretty much America's, uh, I guess, uh, Detroit Lions playing against the San Francisco 49ers, it a little bit felt like at that time. And uh, unfortunately, uh, even though the first half, uh, the Lions sure did look like they were uh, on their way to punching their ticket, they did not find a way to uh, close it out. And cursed franchises continue to be cursed franchises, it appears. Uh, so overall, though, um, you know, we did see in that second half a 49ers team that did look quite formidable and look like they finally got it kind of going. It has seemed like Brock Purdy over this uh, postseason has maybe not uh, been up to snuff every quarter of the game, but has put it together enough and has had the uh, has had everything around him enough to uh, to, to make it happen. So overall, uh, spinning forward, it's going to be a great Super Bowl. But what are your, were your takeaways from this game, starting with you, Eggberger, regarding uh, the Detroit Lions, who uh, at least are keeping Ben Johnson for next year uh, and those 49ers? The yeah, they had the that big lead at halftime, and then just just kind of blew it, like you said. You know, uh, for cursed franchises, just continue to be cursed franchises. Um, a uh, the Brock Purdy did look terrible in the first half, and he looked pretty good in the second half. You know, aided by a, a miracle catch off a, a defensive back's face to Brandon Ayuk, uh, and then you know, <laughs> scoring a play or two later. That was that was a, a big help. Um, mm. But yeah, they they you know they're. They're a well-oiled machine, you know. Kyle Shanahan it, it has has a good offense. It doesn't really matter um, what kind of quarterback he's got back there. I mean, don't let's not forget that Jimmy Garoppolo also brought the 49ers to a Super Bowl. So, hey, all he does is win. All he does is win. <laughs> all he does. That's is it. Win. So, I mean, yes, and uh, you know, Dan Campbell not not kicking field goals when when I think you know they should take field goals, and you know we're all gamblers here, and we all know that that regression hits hits at some point. So you know he he's been very fortunate hitting most of those fourth down calls and then you know this was the game that regression hit him and it, it didn't work out for him in the end well not to mention the field goal before halftime which you know they did have a chance uh to kind of a little bit more drive the knife in it felt like uh to that 49ers team when they were driving towards the end of the second quarter arch what were your takeaways from uh that game 
Yeah, um, Detroit's defense is bad. Like we <laughs> we knew that wasn't good, but that is a bad defense. That was uh, that was Miami Dolphin esque, and you know there's no partying going on in Detroit, right? Like South Beach, so their defensive coordinator is not going to quit because of the players. So, uh, d- yeah, the Detroit defense was just looking bad, and I think that's why I didn't like the I didn't like the field goal at the end of the half either. I thought they should have gone for the touchdown. I didn't like I didn't like that at all. I thought going for it on fourth down were both the right decision to make, but it shows that it shows that they're not an analytical team. Cause I think they would have gone for the touchdown, uh, you know, at the end of the half to widen the, widen the gap. It's this weird blend of how I, how, how I feel and maybe what the numbers say a little bit, but mostly how I feel. That's a little bit of uh, Staley territory there. <laughs> Staley territory. Goodness. Wow, that's uh because uh that that also ended up in a firing, unfortunately, on on, on one side. Obviously, you know, I, I I think looking at that game, you know, play calling and uh, going for it the way that they did came into it. But I think that uh, obviously when they were ahead earlier, that 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 was the more major decision of the game and truly led to the turning points that came uh afterwards with regards to uh the cursed IU catch, which is definitely like. You know, if you if you root for a cursed franchise, that one is is one where you're like, oh, that's when that's when it happened. That's when it hit <laughs> at that 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 point, that moment right there. That's when you if you're rooting for that team, you're like, this is it. This is I know. I know how this goes from here on out. I know. I know how this goes from here on out. OK, well, gentlemen, uh, last week on the midweek show, I wanted to continue trying to eke out some value on the Belichick coach bets and uh, Arch, my goodness. You continue to read the future like you had the script to it as the Atlanta Falcons, who were minus 400 last week to sign Bill Belichick, signed Raheem Morris to be their head coach. My goodness. Look at that. So uh, not the uh, coach of any NFL team at this point has uh, totally fully shifted to minus 2,500, good old 25 to 1, uh, which could be had uh, at plus 350 last week. So uh, this market has been all over the freaking place. Uh, with that nuts movement in mind, is there a chance that it moves again and he does get hired? Or do we think that this is it for Belichick in these, this specific offseason? Egg, uh, your thoughts about Belichick and his movements. Anywhere he's going to go this year or you think he's uh, going to stay planted and maybe wait for uh, greener pastures next offseason? Yeah, I mean, two two weeks ago, we were on the Belichick not to coach any team. I think it was mm-hmm. like a plus 150 or plus 200. And then last week, uh, Arch Arch was on it again at, at plus, was it 350, you said? And yeah. and now it's it's it's, it's cratered crater down. So we were on the right side. And unfortunately for me in New Jersey, that, that market was not available to oh. bet. But I hope... I hope some of our our listeners and some some people in the book club uh, were on the Belichick to to not coach next year, but yeah, I think I think at this point he's he's going to sit the year out. He's going to sit the year out and uh, you know look look for uh, next season, next off season, and uh, you know kind of pick a spot. Maybe maybe you know maybe he thinks uh, Mike McCarthy's finally going to get fired next year and he's going to the Cowboys, but who who knows? Who knows? I, we all thought Mike McCarthy would get fired this year and it didn't happen, and. Uh, so it's anybody's guess what's going to, going on in Dallas at this point, but yeah, I think I think he's going. Belichick's going to sit this year out and uh, you know look at his options next off season. Yeah, it feels it feels like that may be the case. Arch, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I want to echo Egg sentiments again. Exactly, like I think he sits out this entire season. I think you know, and, and to put it in Belichick terms, I'm just going to sit here and enjoy my vacation time. 
I like spring. I like, I like spring. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like the Cowboys should fire him. Like, right. I mean, this is Jesus Christ in the NFL, when in the front offices and the head coaches, you have one job and that's to get it right. McCarthy's not the right guy. Belichick is sitting the fuck out there. What are you waiting for? It's it, it, it seems it seems insane. And there is the opportunity to actually if you if if I should hop in this market, I mean, if, if we think that maybe McCarthy does something this offseason that is, uh you know, worthy of a uh, uh, worthy offensive firing. And then maybe that opens the door for a Belichick sneak in. Is there is there any opportunity that I mean, it's a long offseason, gentlemen. I mean, uh, it, are, are we ready to lay this NFL season asleep or is that going to be our uh, offseason heartbeat? Egg. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um. I think I th- I think we're we're pretty much you know on on the coaching side anyway at the Belichick side I think we're I think we're ready to to lay it to rest and uh, you know um, there's still some other teams that need coaches but I don't think I don't think Belichick's the guy and then you know we got the Super Bowl uh, a week from Sunday and then uh, you know off season free agent frenzy here we come. Absolutely. And the NFL draft preview, which should be a lot of fun uh, looking at some of those things. I know we've had a lot of fun uh, both drinking and betting on the NFL draft as a team. Great job. Uh, well, one other thing <laughs> that I also wanted to chat about, gentlemen, was the uh, Super Bowl 58 MVP odds. Uh, you know, it's it, it's the next prop market that I kind of want to bring up here uh, on, on the midweek show. Historically, this has been an offensive award, uh, you know, of my uh, charts that I got here with 47 of the 57 winners being on the offensive side. 32 have been QBs and 25 have been non-QBs. Uh, the last non-QB to win was Cooper Cup. Uh, just two bowls ago, back with the Rams. Uh, well, the last non-offensive player win was Von Miller back in Super Bowl 50. The MVP is regularly on the winning team. However, back in Super Bowl 5, uh, when Chuck Howley won it in a Cowboys losing effort, uh, that that was the one outlier. So, Egg, you may have been. Uh, were you there? <laughs> I was not. I was not there. No, no. That okay, was, okay. That was a little before my time. <laughs> a little, little before your time. Okay. Uh, but that w- effectively selecting the Super Bowl MVP is kind of like selecting the winner of the game, essentially. So, with that in mind, uh, looking at how QB driven this award has been, I kind of like having fun looking down this board, see if there's any value that we can eke out some reasonable choices. So, I'm going to lay out some long shots that maybe I could talk myself into at some crazy odds, and then uh, I- I'm going to reel it in with something that's a little bit more uh, palatable. So. First off, uh, Isaiah Pacheco at plus 3,500. He's at plus, uh, plus 3,500 at best odds, and in order for him to win, Patrick Mahomes can't win it, basically. So uh, if this is a slow, low-scoring game, we've kind of seen uh, has happened a little bit in this offseason for uh, your Chiefs arch. I, I could very well see Pacheco running like he's a danger to those around him, scoring a couple touchdowns, and effectively putting the game away. Uh, is, is that within the uh, uh, realm of possibilities? You know, it being another kind of like, you know, what is it, 20 to 14 game ish? Sorry, Arch. Yeah, yeah, I guess it I guess it is. Yeah, possible. Uh I don't love it. It feels like I mean Mahomes didn't play good the first time he got the NFL MVP against the 49ers. So uh yeah, I mean it's definitely possible, but I I I, I struggled to see how it would happen. Got it. Well, and then uh so speaking of another candidate who may be out there in the running back position, Christian McCaffrey is at plus four seventy five. Similarly, I can see CMC basically being the entire offense for the 49ers. Purdy looked himself in the second half against the Lions, but uh he's been shakier than usual as of late. Uh so for me, this feels like a reasonable choice if you're gonna pick uh someone who's on the 49ers, but uh not Brock Purdy. Uh egg at plus four seventy five, is there any value in Christian McCaffrey right here? Yeah, Brock 
Brock Purdy of of the two two teams, if if you know the Forty ers were to win, I think that's the more likely team to have the quarterback not win the MVP. So so Christian McCaffrey is definitely a, a good option there. Is you know he could score two three touchdowns. He he can have twenty six touches and you know just go completely completely berserk. Um, uh, on on a little bit of the a longer odds, you know you know I love Debo Samuel and uh, that he's at twenty to one right now. That's or you know thirty thirty three to one thirty five to one over to MGM. One. 33 to, I'm, I'm banned at MGM, so so we can't really talk about that one. <laughs> okay. So 33 to 1 at FanDuel and Bet365. Um, that, that might not be a bad one to sprinkle on. And uh, you, you, you talked about the last time a defensive player won an MVP, and that, uh, that, that, that hit me a little bit. And I just looked it up real quick. Um, back when the, the Chiefs lost to uh, the Bucks in, in, in the Super Bowl, I had a bet on Devin White to win MVP at 40 to 1. And, you know, uh, if there's any other quarterback in that game, he he he's got to be the guy to win it. Um, I'm, I'm sure Archie, you remember very well that Dev, Devin White was all over the field that night. He mm-hmm. had 13 or 14 tackles. He had three or four passes defended, and he had the game-winning interception on a defense that led Patrick Mahomes' offense to zero touchdowns. How does a defensive player not win the MVP in that game? It was absolutely crazy, and to this day, it still stings. <laughs> Man, I uh, Arch, is there a chance that a defensive player could win this? No. No, okay. Well, let no. me tell you about something that you shouldn't waste your money on because that's Nick Bosa at uh, plus 10,000. Uh, obviously, it, it's a shot in the dark here uh, because offensive players so often win this. However, uh, Bosa has the ability to change the tide of the game in a single snap. And, you know, at, at, at 100 to 1, I guess there's worse ways to spend your money, I could argue. Uh, but regardless, the real bet that I actually want to talk about here is the winner is a non-QB. You can find that at plus 240 right now at Bet365. Uh, at plus 205, or sorry, plus uh, 240, the implied probability is more like 29.5%. Over time, it looks like uh, non-QBs have won more like 35 to 45%, and uh, you know, more recently probably skewing towards the 35% zone. But I do feel like this, uh, if this is a defensive duel, there's a high opportunity someone who is not the quarterback to win this game especially if the score is under 47 or even near that 47 it could be a very non-entertaining game where there's a uh, someone who just takes it over for one team scoring two touchdowns three touchdowns so uh, with that in mind uh, arch is that an okay place to find some uh, uh some value here in this market at plus 240 yeah, I mean, I guess so. I still don't think it's very likely to cash. I, I haven't run my mental simulations to tell you what the percentage actually is. It's pretty low. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess there's worse ways. I, I would take that over Nick Bosa specifically. Oh, obviously over a specific player. I think that. Yeah, uh, yeah I think yeah. that looking at the specific player markets with this is not very useful. I think the idea of taking a non-quarterback market though may be a uh, some value, especially given that yeah. uh, over the playoffs, you know, when the total has been uh, kind of in that 46, 47 zone and lower, it seems like the totals have actually been pretty low on those games. Whereas in the games where, uh, you know, the total is way up high, uh, the the variance is is much higher. It, it seems like they believe this to be a defensive struggle. So, Egg, uh, at that plus 240, uh, B365, it's a book I know you can go to still. Any Any value there? Yeah, I think that's uh, worth maybe maybe a quarter unit or half unit, depending on on how much you like it to to sprinkle on on that prop there. Um, you know, it kind of lumps all those guys we talked about together: Pacheco and and um, 
Rasheed Rice, maybe even Debo Samuel, McCaffrey. If any of those guys win, it cashes. So yeah, I think I think that's worth at least worth worth a look and uh, maybe maybe a sprinkle on it. Yeah, I'm looking at Mahomes' stat line when he won the MVP in 2020. Um, 26 of 42 for 286, two touchdowns, two interceptions. He took four sacks. That's your MVP. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't really seem like he was the most valuable player on that. On <laughs> yeah, that but if we, well, I know. But if we want to talk about uh, like the script of the NFL, the script of the NFL whoa, would have whoa. known that uh, Patrick Mahomes would be around for a few more years. Am I right? Yeah, have a well, chance if we're gonna... to win a couple more, and if that's the case, if that's the case, maybe it opens the door for more opportunity for other players on that team to shine more than a guy like Mahomes. If we're talking about scripts and narratives, then we got to take uh, we got to take Kelsey right plus with the plus money. That's the I mean, I, like I said in pre-show, you always want to be on the side of the CIA. Okay, okay, yeah, that's, so that's right. A, that, that would be seventeen to one right now on Kelsey if you want to get that. Although it sounds like Egg, you uh, you you. You may have some uh, futures on that in a different way. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, I I threw uh, uh, maybe a quarter unit, or maybe a little bit more than a quarter unit on Travis Kelsey last week to win MVP. You know, you know that they got this. We got the CIA and the psyops and everything else on our side. So it was that <laughs> it was that plus plus eight plus eight thousand last week. I threw I threw a little a little cash on, on Travis Kelsey to win win the MVP. So that's 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 what I'm going to be rooting for. Do we have oh any my. Alex Jones in the soundboard? I don't see any. Like we just <laughs> <laughs> No, no, unfortunately, unfortunately we don't have anything. We don't have anything that can do that. But actually, if you want to uh, have the inside edge, I can tell you what you can do. You can join the book club. The book club, it is our private Discord server, chock full of bets, memes, other sports related stuff, including Prime access to the Speedway Steve Tupics. Uh, if you want to check out the book club and join some classy folks, we'll give you a one-time three-day for free offer. Just check it out. And then after that, you can choose your own path because that's right. Now for just 15 bucks a month, you can get access to only the Speedway Steve Tupics. However, if you want to make money and get some friends for 25 bucks a month, you will get full Discord access. Uh, full access means you will have access to see all the live picks as they come in from Arches Snooker and Darts, Eggs and Vinny's props, uh, Steve's golf picks, even more at just 25 bucks a month. All you have to do is head on over, uh, join the crew, head on over to everyonehateswentz.com, hit up that trial, and you can put on your gambling goggles and join us in the book club. That's an exciting change, gentlemen, isn't it? It is. Eggs? Yeah, listen. Let's let's not forget we got the the rest based model up back up and running and uh, we got we got some mm-hmm. some totals we got some Costanzas let's go I know we're we're, we're having we're we're having all kinds of uh, healthy fun back there in the book club uh it, it it it's almost as much fun as Arch's AI art I'll be honest it's it's it, it nears it nears it nears Arch's AI art we don't need fun. to talk about that like you know, we don't need to talk about all the Taylor Swift stuff I've been generating putting out there. And uh, swiftly moving on to the Super Bowl. All right, uh, there's just one NFL game left in the NFL season, gentlemen. And uh, right now, uh, right screen, you can catch two points uh, for the 49ers, or sorry, for the Chiefs if you like, or minus one and a half on your Chiefs. Uh, well, back and forth. I, I had that switched up. But uh, your choice, total feels kind of low, man, at 47.5 or even 47, and the best Chiefs money line that Arch you can grab is at plus 110, it looks like. Uh, I know y'all have been already uh, doling out some picks in the book club for the big game. Egg, let's start with you. What action have you already placed for the Super Bowl or stuff that you want to give out to listeners right now? 
I, I haven't I haven't placed anything myself. Um, I I tailed uh, Phil and Vinny. They they threw some picks out this week. Uh, I I tailed their stuff. But I was I was looking at some some stuff today. I, I'll, I'll you know we can we can talk about real quick. Um, some some fun kicker some some kicker stuff. All right, uh, let's get so, going with kickers. So on on the opening kickoff on the opening kickoff they use a dill oh. and they use the rest of the game and the kickers aren't allowed to work this ball in before the game. Mm. So I was looking at the, you know, first kickoff touchback. So if if the 49ers get the ball first, we got a decent chance of hitting a no a no touchback on on the opening kickoff. It's at plus 265 for the no for a touchback and minus 360 for the yes. Jake Moody has only hit a touchback at 62.4% of his kickoffs this year. That's 25th in the NFL. And on the other side, Harrison Butker has hit 83.3% in, in touchback, and that's 10th in the NFL. So then I looked at, you know, uh, if if they defer always or if they take the ball and, you know, you know, what have they done this season? The Chiefs have won the coin toss nine times this season and they defer it all nine times. So I'm like, great, you know, if the 49ers take the ball ever, you know, we're we're in good shape. But the 49ers have won the coin toss six times and they've also deferred all six times. So so whoever wins the toss, the other team's getting a ball. Ugh. But I think at I think at plus plus two sixty five um for a no might might be worth you know a little quarter unit. What do you what do you guys think on that? You know, especially if, if the 49ers get the ball Sixty two point four percent of his kicks have, have have been touchbacks, and that's that's not that's not a great percentage. Arch, that seems like a real low number of, uh, of touchbacks. Although it kind of seems like it's also like a uh, isn't it kind of like a uh, coin flip in a coin flip a little bit? Yeah, well, yeah it doesn't doesn't it feel like a coin flip yeah, in a coin yeah, flip yeah, because yeah, yeah. the because the Moody odds are near coin flip odds. Right, I feel like right. so it's like a coin flip and then a coin flip almost. Right, right exactly. You got to multiply the two uh, probabilities together to get a. Uh, and I have a feeling it probably won't equal that number. It's it's oh, almost it? like yeah. it's almost like gambling. <laughs> it's almost like gambling. Okay, all right. Well, uh, uh, let me let me. I should pull out a prop and we can heads and tails it. But uh, no, uh, I, I I actually really dig that. I, I I think that's kind of an interesting side. Um, is there any way to choose like uh, a? Could you parlay that with who wins the toss? Is there a way? Do you know if that's uh if that's available? Because I know that they give um, out those kinds of crazy you know nuts odds you know way early because and if you could parlay those two together knowing that at least the side that you wanted was going to get the ball maybe you could increase you know uh in a massive way odds there yeah they uh you can bet on who who is going to win a toss that's up there um i don't i don't i'll have to look to see if it the books let you parlay it my guess is probably not um but uh that that it's definitely something to look at, but that that market to who who wins the coin toss is definitely out there. I, oh yeah, certainly that's a market. Arch, uh, what what are your thoughts on that whole thing? Yeah, I, I would take a shot there. Uh, I would do it. Why not? Yeah, uh, it's not a ton of props up that I was looking that I like. Although I am kind of eyeballing the Mahomes under point five interceptions for plus one hundred eight. Under uh, yeah, like you like you yeah. said, he doesn't make mistakes, so it doesn't seem to. Wait, you got it at plus one hundred eight, the under? Uh, no, I'm sorry, plus one hundred three. I'm sorry, at Pinnacle under oh, oh, twenty five. Of course, of good old Canadian odds books. Yeah, uh, us here in the uh, grand old states, we can only plus one hundred. It looks like right now, an egg, the best you can minus one hundred five. God dang it! 
God dang it on that one. Ain't no value there for you. Uh, but uh, actually, speaking of interception odds, Brock Purdy uh, plus 105 over half an interception. Uh, he has been uh, certainly nothing near mistake-free this off or this postseason. Do you think that there may be any value right there in what they are saying is you know a little worse than coin flip odds, Arch? Yeah, I could see that. I could see Purdy throwing an INT. Um, he's going to be nervous as hell. If we follow the egg book, egg burger philosophy here, he's not that good of a quarterback. So he might, he might crumble under the pressure. Opportunity, opportunity. Uh, egg burger. What do you think here? Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. That's, that's definitely, uh, worth, uh, worth a look <laughs> for sure. I, you know, I love, I love rooting for quarterbacks to throw interceptions and at plus money, I, I might not be able to help myself. There we go. Let me see what the uh, two plus interceptions. If I can find oh, that. No, no, that doesn't make sense. No, I can't. I can't find that right now. I'm gonna have to go. What's I'm the uh, What's the second half no touchdowns prop that we got burned on last Sunday, Saxy? No, was it both teams score a touchdown each half? Exactly. And yeah, then it, both. It was zero points. <laughs> it was just. We got we got absolutely screwballed in that one. I can uh, I, I I can try and dig and see if the, if there's anything for that. Uh, that 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 seems like that. If I remember correctly, that was in a game props zone. Uh, but um, those those are kinds of uh, some fun ones. Are, are do you have any thoughts? Do you think that that's going to be a no arch? Is that why you're you're thinking that? No, I'm thinking we need to really weigh what the hell that number is telling us and looking at the totals. If it's a like a like that was a dead giveaway. I told we, 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 we talked on Sunday. I thought that just stopped us dead in our tracks when that number came up. Yeah, that was a strange one. Egg. That was uh, both teams to score a touchdown in each half. What was the number on it? Plus two. What was it? Arch was fifty two something yeah, two, like that. It was yeah. in that two hundred zone. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean. Phil's, Phil's already got us on what is it under thirteen and a half points in the fourth quarter, um, mm. so I yeah, so he's already leaning that that you know they're not going to score a ton down down the stretch. Uh, that's the trend that the Chiefs have had uh, this season. That Phil was saying, um, yeah, you know that's 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 interesting. That might be you know we should probably look at first half being the highest scoring too. Yeah, uh, Arch right now, uh, for your edification, I did find that bet. It looks like, yes, plus 130, each team to score one touchdown in each half. They're uh, mm. a little worse, a bit worse than a coin flip. So maybe the under's in play. I mean, that under, which uh, we have not yet talked about it, 747 and a half. Overall, that felt like a little stinky low to me. Uh, but now that I look at it, we think that uh, maybe some money's going to come in over the next couple of weeks. We can catch this thing at a better, higher number and uh, bet the under come game day. Egg, any thoughts there? I'm sorry, what was that? Maybe we. He uh, was too busy. For people at home, Egg was too busy taking victory laps in the book club about his bets cashing. Yes, yes, we got we got our Wendell Carter Jr. point and we got our Jared Allen rebound, so we cashed both of those, baby. Sorry, Saxy, I didn't hear you. <laughs> hey, listen, it's important. Listen, you're 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 out there doing God's work, uh, Eggburger. You're allowed to take your victory laps when you get them. So, uh, what I was going to say though was regarding these uh, these the total in the game at forty seven or forty seven and a half. Uh, especially looking at that forty seven and a half, you can get catch that. Wait, Fanduel uh, under at minus. 
at 47 and a half minus 110. <laughs> and if you do that, here's the thing, though. Arch is saying maybe this skews to the under because it looks like it's plus money for the uh, each team to score one touchdown in each half. That's at uh, plus 130 right now. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not great at totals. I'm not I'm not the totals guy, but this is definitely looking like an under under to me. And um, I believe Steve, Steve in the, in a book club, he he posted something about the uh, head head official a few weeks ago that, that him in Super Bowls has hit the under. I forget I forget what it was, but it was it was way more times than not. So that's that's definitely I think I think the under if you're going to bet the total, I think right now the under is the way to go. Yeah, that that does look like it. Uh, if you, if you like eating chalk and you still have a bet Rivers account egg, it looks like you can go there at minus one twelve. No, I'm 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 uh, severely limited at bet Rivers. <laughs> severely limited. Okay, all right. Uh, Arch, are, are are you thinking that under is uh, a may, may, maybe a real uh, real opportunity? Forty seven and a half. Yeah, I I think the unders in play. Are we going to see you egg on sixty minutes next weekend? Is it, are they going to be talking about you? <laughs> they might. They might. <laughs> Oh goodness! Oh goodness! I I I I seem to have missed something. Uh, oh, sixty minutes is doing a big expose on gambling. Oh, that's oh, that's right. How, that's right. That's gambling. Oh, my God. Gambling bad. Gambling bad. Yeah. yeah. Gambling bad is basically is basically the segment. Yeah, I know. They say that quote is if I don't wear tracksuits. <laughs> at at my age, they they the uh whatever the description was on that they 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 made that description as if I don't wear them. My leisure, that's decent leisure wear. Uh, one to ten, Arch, uh, where does it lie on the leisure wear scale? Tracksuit. Oh, eight. Eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, egg? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go seven and a half. Uh, 7.5, yeah. No, I think that uh, depending on the brand, how the breathability of it, depending on what you got there, you know, it can absolutely range in there. I, th- I think you can get up to a 9, although uh, in my experience, those velour ones stay away. Those things uh, do not breathe one bit. Uh, <laughs> all right. You would uh, know. You would know. You <laughs> I got I I I I have uh I I can speak to it from life experience and uh for, from uh playing a gig in that. But uh regardless, are there any other uh props here uh for the Super Bowl? Anything like that NFL related egg you're looking at? Yeah, I got I got some more uh kicker props, you know. Oh. I was, I was there, you know, the Super Super Bowl has has the more more stuff you can bet on than any any other game and uh yeah. today I decided to take a look at the kicker props cuz a lot of the other stuff's not fun stuff's not up yet. So um, I was looking at at longest field goal in the game is uh, the over unders at uh, forty seven and a half, um, forty seven and a half yards. So I think I think the over in that one would be would be one to look at. Um, team with the longest field goal, I think that's you got to go Kansas City at minus one thirty eight for that one. They just they just have the better kicker. Um, San Francisco's at plus one oh eight, but I think I think at minus one thirty eight, I think Kansas City would be we be the side on that one. And then I thought was interesting, Jake Moody to miss to have a missed field goal is at plus two fifty. And this guy, yeah, this guy's field goal percentage is only eighty four percent on the season. So at plus two fifty, I feel like that's 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 the side we got to be on on that one. Yeah, plus two fifty. That that feels pretty good for Jake Moody to miss. Yeah, at a guy with eighty three percent. That's that's definitely like. I, I expect it to be, you know, a lot lot shorter than that. But especially a deeply high one, pressure situation. 
Yeah, yeah, and the guy, guys, he's he. I mean, he's not terrible, but he's not. He's he's an okay kicker. Um, and then the last last one we got here is uh, that I kind of like was both teams to have a thirty three plus yard field goal, and that was at minus one twenty eight. So nothing, nothing I locked in yet. But these are these are just uh, some kicker props, props I was looking at. Um, I think the the most interesting one is probably the Jake Moody to miss at plus two fifty. Um, that's you know at plus two fifty. That's hard to stay away from, man. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, that feels that feels pretty good, especially with the high pressure situation. It's not it's not like you can even treat the rest of his previous kicks over the season as a barometer almost for what he may be dealing with in this game. Uh, and especially with, you know, uh, like you said, an 80 some, you know, uh, mid to high 80s percent overall field goal percentage. I mean, that feels in the kicking world reasonably low. I mean, when you when you have guys like Young Way Koo and you have guys like uh, Justin Tucker who are like, you know, sinking it consistently from a very long distance uh arch any of those props stick out to you anything that you loved most oh i love watching field goal kickers miss yeah so absolutely i want to jump on that hardcore both feet i know egg you missed my joke uh, about uh buffalo and fat people last week <laughs> no i heard i listened don't worry i listened to the okay show. okay you do your over all right uh arch you got anything you want to give out in this game no, uh, I mean, I think I've got everything. I think we've touched on everything I want. I mean, I am leaning as far as the game goes. I am leaning towards the 49ers and the points. Uh, the Chiefs feel way too public for my my liking. Seems like everybody wants them. Even Langley wants them, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean San Francisco. Even with the plus points, Even you Langley think so? Wants them. Well, you know, we got one more show before the Super Bowl. We'll get, we'll get deeper into it. All right, we got a chance for these lines to move. Egg, anything else you want to give out to these folks for this week? No, nothing else. I, but right, right now, I'm leaning the opposite of Arch. I'm leaning with his, his Chiefs. You know, I'm leaning with experience. I'm leaning with the better quarterback, and I'm, I'm leaning with the uh, the better coach. There you go, catching those two points. There it is. Uh, well, homies, that's all we've got for you this evening. Download, subscribe, and rate this podcast. Give us a review. Check on our picks on Twitter, backdoor.cn. Join the book club at everyonehateswins.com. And until next week, stay classy, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.